Welcome to the Sorority Nutritionist Podcast. I'm your host, registered dietitian and weight loss BFF, Lauren Hubert. Growing up as a woman, I was told that you can't care about your looks, wear whatever you want, and be successful. But honey, let me give it to you real. You can have it all. I believe women can embody strength, sexuality, and power all at the same time. And in fact, I know the harder you feel, the more successful you will be. Each week, we are changing the narrative that women can be hot and successful at the same damn time and do it in a healthy way. Hello, sexy fit babes. What is up? Hope you're having a beautiful, beautiful Thursday. I'm so pumped to come back with another episode of the Sorority Nutritionist Podcast to discuss all things weight loss and calorie deficits. I mean, girlfriends, you search anywhere on the internet, on YouTube, on Instagram, on Pinterest. Um, heck, you are on anyone who you know promotes weight loss or is giving you tips for weight loss, and you've probably come across the word calorie deficit. In fact, you may have even heard it on this podcast before. And truth is a calorie deficit is one of the core concepts of nutrition for fat loss and nutrition for weight loss that you have to understand for results. But also the truth that we don't talk enough about, a calorie deficit isn't a diet. There is so much that goes into fat loss. So today's episode is dedicated to all things calorie deficit, and we're going to impact what is a calorie deficit, how to get into a deficit so you guys can start seeing weight loss on the scale, and also spend a good chunk of time talking about what happens if you're not losing weight but you're quote unquote in a deficit. Are you really in a deficit? What's really going on there? What needs to change? We're giving it all real today, or rather I'm giving it all real today. And hot damn guys, before we begin, I have to give you guys a shout out because I am just shook guys. I got to give you a little backstory and I swear this is not going to be a super long Ted talk guys, jokes aside, but you know, when I started TSN and and this podcast in particular a little over a year ago, I was living in a different place. I didn't even have an office for myself. I literally didn't even have a mic at the time. And I just started recording because I was just so passionate about nutrition. And you guys were kind of at the point, like you wanted a little bit more, like you loved my Instagram stories, but you know, those question and answers, you wanted me to dive deeper into certain topics and really, you know, be able to give you all, all the details you needed to see success. And then flash forward to now, I literally just got news that we hit 100,000 downloads, 100K downloads of this damn podcast, which is like so buck wild to me knowing that I literally started this not even knowing what to do. And now it's evolving into something I never thought that it could be. And honestly, you know, being able to sit down here every week and truly feel like I'm just like talking to you guys, like it's a little girl talk situation. You're, you know, we're having a little slumber party. We are having some cool drinks and just eating good food and watching TV. Well, not watching TV because I'm talking, but you guys know what's up. So I just wanted to say thank you guys for supporting this. Thank you guys for giving me feedback on the shows and episodes that you guys want to hear more about and the topics that really interest you guys because this, this show couldn't be what it is without people listening to it. And I could be talking all damn day, but you know what really lights up my soul on fire is knowing that you guys are getting help and actually seeing success doing what we talk about here. Nothing matters if you're not getting the result when you're putting in the work. So thank you guys and cheers to what's to come. 
Okay, ladies, now it's time for the main star of the show, and that is a calorie deficit. So, you know, if you've been here a while, you've probably heard me say the expression, eat less than what you burn. And in fact, that's the first step of my proven framework that I teach you guys and is the foundation of, you know, fat loss. You will not lose weight if you're not eating less than what you burn. But eating less than what you burn in a calorie deficit often kind of gets misconstrued and can be really confusing, especially when you're first starting off, especially if you're not seeing success, but you think you're in a deficit and you're like, hot damn what is going on. So going back to basics, a calorie deficit is basically a way for us to summarize the energy balance in your body. Now, I know you're like, Lauren, hot damn, are you kind of being a little scientific right now? I'm not really into this. Well, babes, I'm sorry, but actually I'm not sorry because you have to understand energy balance for you to be successful at weight loss. And we're all about talking about low calorie and calories. And we're so obsessed with like healthy eating, but we need to actually understand this concept because once you do weight loss becomes so freaking easy. So a calorie deficit is a fancy way of saying eating less than what you burn. Now in our body every day, and this is a little bit of a throwback to in the topic I've talked about at length on the TSN podcast, especially if you guys are new around here, this will be really helpful to create some context. But every day our body has a certain amount of calories it takes to maintain our weight. Um, what goes into our maintenance calories is a variety of things, including your height, your weight, your gender, your activity level, your muscle mass, the types of foods you eat, the quality of your diet, to name a few medical conditions, like if you have PCOS or hypothyroidism, that would decrease your resting metabolic rate um, and therefore decrease the amount of calories it takes to maintain your weight. Also, you know, you dieting and you trying to lose weight impacts your maintenance calories. So, so anyway, I am sharing all of this with you guys because your maintenance calories are how we get you to eat less than what you burn and be in a deficit. So the true definition of a calorie deficit is when your caloric intake and what you're taking in, in terms of the energy, AKA calories and fuel we have in our body, that is less than what it takes to maintain your weight. So what happens when you eat less than your maintenance calories, you are effectively going to shed fat, shed body weight, and be able to get in that quote unquote calorie deficit for results. If you eat the same amount as your maintenance calories, you maintain. And of course, if you eat more than your maintenance and you're in a surplus is what we call it, a calorie surplus, you're going to put on mass, not just muscle mass, but probably some fat mass as well. And that is how we gain weight. So knowing these concepts, this is the core foundation of why a calorie deficit isn't a diet. And, you know, recently I even had someone DM me or ask me on one of my, my question and answers on my Instagram story about, you know, what I'm, you know, I heard this calorie deficit diet thing. Like, what are your thoughts on it? And I'm like, hot damn girl, you are new around here. And I'm here for this moment because a calorie deficit isn't a diet. A calorie deficit is a definition of things that are going on in your body. There is no one right way to achieve a calorie deficit. And what I mean by that is there is no one diet plan or one type of food you have to eat at a certain time to do this. It's about looking first intrinsically at your diet. And of course there are non-negotiables for fat loss, like, you know, having sufficient amounts of protein and, you know, balancing your meals in a certain way and, and focusing on fiber and the certain vitamins and minerals you need in your diet, of course, right? All things I love as a dietitian, but still at its core, calorie deficit isn't a diet. It's a way to really explain how your diet is impacting the energy balance inside your body and at the core. Yes, there are so many factors that I just kind of explained to you guys at brief, that do impact fat loss and results, but still at the core, this calorie deficit eating less than what you burn is the core foundation to weight loss and fat loss, because without this, you are not going to lose weight.
So now that you babes know what a calorie deficit is and how it isn't a diet, this is where we get into the really fun part of how to get in a calorie deficit, which is the core thing we try to teach inside of TSM when you guys first join and you learn my framework, because knowing this is the only way to achieve success, we have to then begin to think about, okay, if this has to happen, how are we setting up our diet, our lifestyle, our exercise habits, and all of these different things around us so we can easily hit these numbers? And, and I share that with you because we try so hard to control our weight, see weight loss on the scale. Oh my God, I want to lose one pound. You want to see it tomorrow. So you're so focusing on the result. But something I always really emphasize with you guys inside the TSN community is not just focusing on the result. Because yes, I mean, results are why we're here. We want to have strong goals, but we have to focus on how we're going to get there. And when it comes to eating less than what you burn and achieving step one of TSN, which is being in that calorie deficit and starting to see success there, we have to make sure the way we're eating is easily allowing us to be in a deficit or else we're not going to be able to stick to it for a long time. And I know I've talked at length on the TSN podcast before about calorie deficits and specifically, you know, we want to eat less than what we burn, but we don't want to eat a tremendous amount less than what we burn and be in too much of a deficit, right? And we're not, you know, super focusing on that today, but I want to talk about quick and easy ways that are how my clients get into a deficit, uh, a small deficit, right? 300, 500 less than what you burn following the TSN framework. So you guys can see results as well. So the first thing we got to go over is cutting out calories, right? Make no mistake. If we're eating in maintenance or a surplus, we have to make calorie adjustments to the portions and the foods that we're eating, what I would call small swaps to the way that we're currently eating now. So we can obviously reduce our caloric intake. Obviously we can try to increase exercise for this, but we first want to really think about our diet and how we can first try to cut out calories through our food choices before we just try to ramp up exercise. Because if we're not addressing our diet, it's going to make this weight loss journey really difficult for you guys. So when it comes to cutting out calories, what we do inside of TSN is tracking your food. Um, so one of the easiest and most efficient ways in my experience working in so many realms of nutrition as a registered dietitian and really seeing it all, as I'd like to say, is tracking. And I know some people find tracking tedious and, you know, I totally relate with that, but tracking when you are really trying to hone in on doing this the most efficient way is going to be your best friend. When I say tracking, you know, there's many ways to track your intake, right? I even started before becoming a dietitian. I would just actually write out my food choices to build awareness. I have some clients take photos of their food if they're working with me privately. And I know for all of you guys inside the membership, we really focus on calorie tracking on my fitness pal. That is the gold standard way I like to work with my clients because we can see not just what you're eating in that moment, but you start to build awareness as you're entering those food choices, seeing the calories, the proteins, the carbs, the fats, and everything you're getting in there. So tracking is really important. And a Alongside tracking, measuring your food is a really easy way, regardless if you're tracking your food or not in an app like MyFitnessPal or Lose It. By measuring and portioning out your food, you're going to be able to have a little bit more awareness about how much you're eating. And like I said, regardless of tracking, you're going to be able to slowly cut out foods here and there to be able to get into a deficit and reduce your caloric intake in a very natural way. And what I'll also say is we really find people who track, measure, and portion their food. And, you know, specifically when it comes to even just having a way of reflecting and actually 
analyzing your intake every single day of food, those people tend to eat less than if we didn't track, which is why it's really important to have a mechanism like this in your calorie deficit plan, in your weight loss plan, so you can be more accountable to what you're actually putting into your body instead of eating things out of the box and eating them mindlessly just in front of the TV and while you're watching all these TikTok and real videos on Instagram and everything in between. And of course, we have to talk about setting a game plan. I can't talk about cutting out calories without setting a plan around when you guys are eating. So whether that's, you know, revisiting the drawing table and looking at how many times of day you're eating, how many meals and snacks you're having, and how you're basically spending your calorie money, as I'd like to say it, um, that's really important for setting that game plan in a proper way. So with everything we're talking about so far, the second way that is really important for helping you guys achieve this calorie deficit is going to be replacing higher calorie foods that you have analyzed and observed in your diet and replacing them with more lower calorie, but still high volume foods. And one of the best examples of this is veggies. This is why you really emphasize having a large majority of your plate as veggies, specifically half your plate as a veggie centric meal is really going to help you do this. And that's not because starch and protein are bad. That's not because other things on your plate are not great for you. Um, it's because we're able to add a lot of volume for less calories, packing fiber, vitamins, minerals, really healthy, nutritious foods. Um, and that can be a really great way to get that volume for a lot less calories there. And lastly, um, the most key way that I am obsessed with as a dietitian, I am protein obsessed. I will admit it girlfriends, but it's because protein is such a game changer. If you're not just trying to lose weight, but you're trying to shed body fat as well. So one of the easiest ways to get in a calorie deficit is also getting fuller from meals that are less calories. And you're probably sitting there wondering, Lauren, how can I get full off of a meal that is less in calories? Because you might not be feeling very full in your meals right now. And girlfriend, that's when we have to reintroduce yourself to motherfucking protein. Protein is a literal game changer. And as a dietitian, I strongly endorse a high protein diet for many women out there, um, unless you have a medical condition, guys. And of course, this podcast is not medical advice. But you know, as a dietitian, a high protein diet, I can tell you is so important for your aesthetic goals, and honestly maintaining your health. Because one, when we are trying to achieve a deficit, it is very hard to get full without this protein component. Protein is important in our diet, no matter what, but protein has a high satiety factor, which basically means it keeps us full for longer, which is why having it consistently every meal and also potentially at snacks is going to be really helpful for you. In addition to this, because this will be the literal secret magic to actually getting fuller from your meals that are less in calories and that help you achieve your deficit, protein has a higher thermic effect of food, meaning you actually burn a little bit more calories than carbs and fats when you eat it, which is really awesome, right? Because we're burning a little bit more, um, which always helps us with our calorie deficit and achieving this proper energy balance there for fat loss and weight loss. In addition to these two factors as well, protein is really important for fat loss because it helps preserve our muscle mass and actually helps us build muscle mass if we are doing strength training on our routine. So it's very important to have it in there. And there also are so many other benefits of protein, but for our body composition and fat loss goals, you're not going to achieve it without having protein. And it's very important. Okay, another situation I wanted to go over with you guys that happens a lot inside of TSN is when clients believe they're in a deficit, they're hitting the range that we believe is their deficit. And this is regardless of the accuracy of tracking, right? We're just like seeing these numbers and they're not seeing scale changes, but their body composition and like the inches and like the toning and they're looking slimmer, their body is changing. That is happening. So why this might be happening is for a few different reasons. And this is a very nuanced topic, right? I'm, I'm talking very general to you guys. Why this might be happening is you're 
in a deficit sometimes, but then sometimes you're not with like tracking errors or whatever it could be. So you're kind of hovering between a deficit and maintenance. Um, and the fact is your body composition is changing. You're going through what we call a recomposition, especially if you are more of like a beginner babe on your journey and you're not super advanced with strength training and exercise. But if you are losing inches, but the scale is not changing, what is really happening is this body recomposition piece, which is basically you could be losing fat and building muscle at the same time as a beginner babe on your exercise journey, coupled with the way that you're eating high protein and, you know, focusing on not just calories, but the, what you're eating. So it is very normal to see this happen. And this can even happen when you are in a deficit, especially if you are, you know, whether you're at the beginning of your journey and you have 50, 60 pounds to lose or more, or you're closer to the end of your journey and maybe have like the last five to 10 pounds. I will say this happens a lot more often with women towards the end of their journey where it's less about the scale and more about how their composition is changing because the scale can't tell me your body composition what's going on there but it is very possible for you to be in a deficit or going back and forth between a deficit maintenance deficit maintenance and seeing this body recomposition as if you were losing weight even though you weren't so that is a huge situation which is very very commonly a thing with many women especially inside a tsm and the final situation I kind of wanted to go over with you guys is if you are in a deficit, but the scale just isn't changing yet. And, you know, I talk about this, especially when babes first join TSN and, you know, start eating healthier, especially they're having more fiber, more water, they're exercising. And, you know, that's why the trends over time, which is a concept I talk about so much all over social media and as a dietitian with my clients, but you could be in a deficit, but the scale might be masking some of that progress. And you might just need a little bit of time for the scale to catch up to where you're at. And that's because the scale is more than just your fat mass on your body and being a reflection of that it the scale hosts a lot of information and uh, honestly so much information that we don't really utilize all of it because the scale is basically this number that describes how much you weigh and when it comes to how much you weigh, many factors go into it, especially with bloating and water retention, your time of the month, what foods you're eating, how much stool you have in you, you know, many different hormonal factors go into this number on the scale. So, so definitely something to consider when you're at the beginning of your journey is we can't use the scale for one week or one day, or even, you know, two weeks and say that you're not being successful and you're not in a deficit just because you're not losing weight, because sometimes it does take a little bit of time. If it is more and more time goes by, obviously we're not in a deficit, right? If we're not losing weight and we're also not seeing these physical changes, but I do think it is a really important thing for coaches to talk about more with women, just like us to know that you can be in a deficit and the skill sometimes hasn't caught up to where you're at. And that could be related to so many different factors. And it's important to have this in mind because we don't want to just continue to adjust calories lower and lower, go crazy with exercise, because you could be doing exactly everything right. And you just might need one or two more weeks to really kind of see where it takes you. But above all, I'm sure you guys can hear this coming, or at least I know it's coming. One of my favorite quotes I want to leave you with is, if you are not losing weight, you're not in a calorie deficit. And what I really mean by this quote is not for you guys to focus on the scale being the end all be all but sometimes we need a little bit of that real talk because if you're not where you want to be and you're not just not losing weight, but you're also not seeing the body composition changes. Yes. The scale isn't everything, but it's a little bit of hard truth and reality when it comes to how we eat for success and results and how we're scheduling our life and our plan to be able to see the, the goals in your body that you want. Sometimes we need this reminder because we often look towards things that are like the wrong reasons and, you know, blame them for why we're not losing weight. But we always first have to go back to this deficit piece. And many, factors impact our calorie deficit. Many factors impact 
our body in ways beyond just getting in a deficit, but still the core foundation of weight loss and fat loss. If you're trying to lose 10, 20, 30 plus even a hundred pounds, babes is we have to achieve this calorie deficit and do it in a sustainable way or girlfriend, you're not going to lose weight.